Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. So this evening is going to be a really interesting one. I am back with Sylvia Liu of Lash Heaven. It's been a while. And guess what? She's bailed out of the UK. She has gone back to her roots. She is in Stockholm, Sweden. And that in itself is a very interesting situation. Sylvia, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. And we've got so much to catch up on. It's been ages. It's been. Thank you for inviting me again. You are welcome. Why have you bailed out of the UK? What happened? Basically, we had a few podcasts before and we were talking about the difference in America, in England, in Sweden and stuff. So uh, basically what happened was in last year, in late August, my husband or Alan, he just uh, basically just said, shall we move to Sweden? I'm like, really? Like, I always wanted to move to Sweden because obviously that's where I'm from and I miss home. I miss seeing my family. But, you know, normally this is the case. He would ask me, shall we move? And then we were like, yeah, we think about it. And then we would talk ourselves out of it because we have businesses. Mm -hmm. We have family here in the UK. We've been here so long. The kids are school, but literally... What will happen was that went through his head because he had really, he struggled really with the face mask, the rules. He found it really intimidating. He didn't like going out and not seeing if people were happy or angry or, you know, not seeing that. So mm. he really did not like going shopping. So I was the one that was always going to little shopping or <laughs> to all these different sh shops for food because uh, it was hard to get a delivery, you know, it was literally impossible. And then and anyways, he really did not like it. But uh, the main reason why, to be honest, is um, my oldest one was about to start secondary. So she would be a teenager because she's 12, almost 13. And he said, literally, it's going to be now or never. Because mm. once she starts secondary, she would not want to move. So if we yeah. say, let's move, she will say, no, I'm staying here with her. And we would never, ever. So literally, it was like, take the opportunity or not. And I, we were thinking about it. And with everything being, you know, uh, closed, well, and both our business being closed, we were thinking, actually, why don't we take it as an opportunity and just go we literally moved in July to my, like, I call it my dream home because I've been looking at this house for ages. It has, it was big. It had like five bedrooms, six bathrooms. You know, it was literally like my dream house. And after a month and a half, we decided we're going to move. So, yeah, that was really like main reason, to be honest, is because of my daughter uh, starting secondary. But obviously other things then started to impact the decision because once we said, let's do it. Uh, you know, we, we could at any time change our mind, but then it came with the Brexit that if we don't do it, it's going to be a lot harder. So, yeah, so we were kind of, when we started talking about it, like, let's move next year in July. That's because that's when my rental will uh, of the house um, 
end. But then we had to move forward, move forward for different reasons, for schools, for Brexit, and then I found the place. So it just literally happened. We moved end of October and we'd only talked about it, first mentioned it, end of August. So I had two months to throw 18 years of things that I've been saving, throw, sell, give away. It was big to do that for a family of five. So you can imagine, you know, you get in love with things and it's like, you know what we did? Everybody have one suitcase each. And I said, just bring what you really want. And then the rest, we had, we have a storage place. So we do have a few boxes and a few clothes and stuff that we couldn't bring, but everybody was allowed one suitcase. Oh, wow. And we brought a dog. Yeah. So oh. imagine that. Yeah, that was, everybody just said to me, like, they thought I would, I would be, change my mind. And they said, you're so brave. Are you sure? And people said, why would you come to Sweden? I'm like, but this is my home. Why not? You know? Yeah. So we actually saw it as an opportunity. And we actually said, let's do this as a trial for two years. But I, my intention was never, I'm going to leave. And I'm going to be here in Sweden forever. I'm never going to come back to England. It was never that intention. The intention was, let's do a trial for two years. And uh, I will come back every every month to UK. So that was the plan. But with the quarantine rule, with the vaccine, with the, you know, being in a hotel, I just could not do it. Mm-hmm. So that's, so I literally left and I have not been back. Oh my gosh. No. So, so, so you have moved with all of your babies, except for one, your other baby being Lash Heaven. What's yeah. happened with, yeah. with that? Have you just moved the whole business to Sweden or no. are you still in the UK? I, no, I couldn't because obviously I am. Um, my main, main customers are in UK. And I know that if I moved it to, let's say, Sweden, I the customers you know most customers if they want something they wanted it yesterday you know and being in a different country it just would not happen because they would have to wait and there would be custom yeah everything everything would have been no good as you know so we actually just continue as normal I do have my shop the warehouse uh you know but with with last year with the corona I did have to let quite a few people go so we're working on a small team and uh, not everybody's even full-time yet. Can you believe it? Because uh, we are not back to exactly where we were, but we are still not still not bad, to be honest. So, so we're managing fine, you know, and the good thing with internet is that I can work from here. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's amazing. So, I mean, I do miss uh, England a lot. I miss you know, all the, my clients actually as well, because mm-hmm. my clients were devastated because I was lashing still a bit, but I missed my, you know, my friends, the food, the, my employees, you know, so it, it's, it's a, it's a big change. It's a big risk, but I, I actually, at the minute, I don't regret it because as you have seen, probably, um, I, of my posts and stuff on Instagram, I really been last year when I had to make people redundant, I was working full time mm. all the time because when, when you don't have the staff, you have to do it yourself. I did this just like change of the whole website. I did a lot. So I was working a lot. That's why I did not even have a tan last year. Last year it was so hot. I know. So anyways, I, yeah, so I didn't, but 
you know, a lot of things can be done over the internet. So I can't wait to come back. I really, I really would love to come back, you know, just to see everybody and, you know, give everybody a hug and stuff. But at the minute, it's just not possible because of this. I just mm-hmm. hope it's going to be fine. Sweden was on the red list for a while as well. Yeah, so let's talk about Sweden and COVID because I haven't actually heard much about Sweden. So I've been dying to speak to you to fill fill me in because they had a very different approach to neighbouring countries. And, you know, there was a lot of criticism towards the government. And I think Sweden was a bit divided. You know, some were like pro the decisions, some were anti the decisions. I know there were some difficulties with care homes and, you know, they felt like that elderly hadn't been looked after in the early days so it was a bit controversial but did it work what's happened I mean what's the situation now is there like this herd immunity or is it still rife you know what what's really funny is that during the whole time so literally from when corona kind of started to hit UK from March to October I maybe know maximum maximum five people who even had corona that wow. I know in England wow I went since I've been to Sweden literally everybody not everybody but a lot of people that I know maybe 20 people at least that I know had it my dad had it my stepmom had it my you know my my niece and nephew had it you know a lot even my brother had it so so I know more people who had it in Sweden than in UK that's for sure. So they definitely go for the herd immunity way here. Uh, but what I like about this country is that they do common sense. They let you, if you're not feeling great, if you not, don't want to go out, you can stay home. You don't have to be out. While in England, everybody wear face masks. Literally, you don't even see 1% of people having face masks. They really? do have rules. But none of the rules are silly. Okay, yeah. there's some, but not as crazy as. So what are England. the what are the rules? So for a while here, it was rules of uh, if you're in a mall uh, or a, yeah, then you can't sit outside. They do want you to try to distance a little bit. If you do food shopping, they will say try to come as one. Do not come in mm-hmm. in a group. Uh, and then there are some shops who say if you want to come in here you can wear face masks but there's no what I like is that it's no forcing people don't look bad at you you know and uh, they said during rush hour can can you please wear face masks can you please wear face masks it's not you have to Mm. and that's what I like about it it's friendly way and I the Swedish it, are very obedient people, aren't they? So oh probably God, they, yes. they only need to ask them nicely and yes. they will do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they are actually, in, in my opinion, if they did say you have to wear face masks, everybody would wear face masks. Mm-hmm. While I would say England would be 50% want to, 50% don't want to, but mm. we do it. While in Sweden, they will all listen to them and do it. But it's never been a force, you know, uh, yeah. My kids go to school now, and the one that has been here, they're not closed for one day. So kids wow. have not been exposed to, to uh, you know, the this corona thing. They kind of literally in normal, you know. 
And what I liked and what I struggled in England is that when England decided to close the schools, I have two kids going to school and one going in the nursery. Mm. But they kind of expected us to teach our kids their subjects. While in Sweden, my oldest one, she's in year six, but in England, she would have been year seven. They were when they tried to have less people on the train and in the school. So they would say everybody in 6A, every other week, you're going to be studying from home. Mm. And every other week, you're going to be at school. Mm. But that was only like literally maybe three weeks. And during the time they were at home, they... um, they the teachers were super strict of doing the class exactly as normal yeah but using google meet and right. i thought that is so much more less stressful for me mm. everybody had their own laptops you know yeah so i know the problem in england was that the government can't afford giving everybody laptops so that's why they couldn't do it but uh, i just found that was so much stress because in england i'll be honest I tried the first week. Okay, we have to do math, we had to do science, and then I gave up because it's not it's not possible for me to look after my business while teaching two kids uh, and entertaining a third one because I'm not qualified and not the patients and you know it was too too time consuming for my own business. Okay getting full pay being home and uh, didn't do anything with my business at that time I wasn't following myself I was literally working mm. in the beginning so yeah so I found the way here livable and acceptable compared yeah. because I do feel my children have uh, you know you know not being able to go to school not seeing their friends and stuff it's just has been a big chunk of their life and social life have been taken out and education which is sad but you know um that's why I kind of feel happy about these being in Sweden is that they they were in charge of every single lesson even though they were home so yeah, yeah that's yeah. good so in terms of that um yeah do you but we do have uh, things you know we had like for a while uh, restaurant was closing at eight o'clock and they were super strict with that so but nobody was wearing masks and stuff so and, there are some and now, and now everything is normal so restaurants are still shutting at eight are they now they i think they just actually uh first of july opened up and let people uh and what are the cases like because our health secretary is saying you know when we open on the 19th of july yeah. Um, you know, we're gonna see cases rise to like a hundred thousand a day, you know, just because it's so transmissible, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. correlate yeah. deaths and hospital admissions. But what are your cases like? I mean, have you you haven't had it yet, have you? And you've been there a while. No, I mean what I think was I think back in July last year, I did have like really dry throat. Mm. And I felt really tired, but it literally was like two, three days. And then I was normal. Mm. I am suspecting that that was my mild version of it, mm. but it wasn't something that I flagged. I wasn't like, you know, worse. I assume because I had my dad and my, a few relatives in my house during Christmas 
and apparently they were spreading it between us and stuff but some got it and some didn't so mm-hmm. it's a strange one you know i haven't i would i would say i haven't been particularly careful in sweden i've been normal i've been going to mm-hmm. tube i've been going out shopping gymming and dancing even you know because we can dance in sweden so oh. yeah it's been it's been uh, <laughs> what kind of been, dancing you mean a, you mean dance classes oh. or socially dancing yeah uh, mm. yeah i mean i wouldn't it's not nightclub nightclub is not open yeah. yet uh, even now it's not open yet but i've been just doing some dance lessons in you know this like couple dancing <laughs> oh lovely so, like, you and alan kizumba urban kizumba yeah no, uh-huh. no, not yet because we have three little ones. So yeah, we've yeah. been looking after. Oh, so I just so you've people, you've been dancing with, with other people. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. How <laughs> is Alan? Is Alan something I I kind of always love to? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, how how is Alan? Is he happy? You know what. He loves it too. And he oh. is English being in Stockholm while during Corona and, you know, having being a foreigner literally and having, uh, you know, sweet, he doesn't even understand Swedish, you know, mm. so and less more employee uh, unemployment because of Corona and this has been closed. As well. But he um, literally what happened was we went to the gym and we were signing up. And after the sign up, we just asked the guy, are you looking for PT? And they literally say, yes, we are. And oh, so wow. they have a few that's leaving. So Alan said, okay, let me see the boss. And literally what happened, they said, he said the boss, then he said the PT main boss, and then the team leader, they all loved him. He had to do us, because he had the uh, license and all that in UK, he just had to do an exam here in Sweden because it's a big, big gym chain mm. and then he literally yeah he got the job but what happened was that we had to wait for we have this what you call probably national insurance number <laughs> we have a personal identity number that's with you forever and because of corona less stuff it took forever and uh, so it took a long time for me who already have one mm-hmm. one to, for the system to say yes yeah, Sylvia is back you know five and a half months I had to wait but they did his a bit quicker because they said there's a job for him and there's somebody who wants a job why delay it just give him a temporary one so it happened but no he he loves it he says Swedish people are so nice they take care they don't make me feel like I'm a foreigner and the Swedes love Brits so oh, do they? he's just like loving it he's, uh, is, yeah. he le- is, and, is he learning and, Swedish? Know, said, I cannot uh, not really normally they would do because if you're a foreigner you would learn Swedish because they want you to learn the language but uh number one because he has a job so it's hard for him to take off mm-hmm. time from work just to learn Swedish but he says Swedish they just switch the language as oh. if it's normal so oh. as soon as they talk to him in Swedish he's yeah, excuse me as this they speak English they just switched doesn't wow. matter what age and they just switch and he's like he's like I just can't believe how they can just switch and their English is perfect okay oh. they have an accent but yes. it's so good so he's like he's like I don't even have to learn the language I said yes but you should because you shouldn't <laughs> have to ask what this means what's that mean yeah. what's on the menu you know so it's good for him but he haven't felt the need that he has to because Swedish people 
their English is pretty good. We start learning it from the year from age eleven. And are your kids learning Swedish? Yeah. So my I've got three. So the oldest one is going to English school. So that's not going too well because fifty percent of the subjects and uh, she they speak in English like yeah. math and mm-hmm. stuff. So. So it's very slow, and then she has to learn Spanish. So when she's learning Spanish and Swedish, she's mixing oh, them two languages. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's going a bit slower. And children at the age of twelve, they know Swedish. They just know English from telly, mm-hmm. from movies, from YouTube, TikTok, everything. So it's been a bit slow. My middle one, she's literally been in a Swedish school. And I will say she is pretty good. Her spoken, uh, wow! And I'm super impressed with her, to be honest. Yeah. So considering I don't even speak Swedish with them or Chinese at home, and for her to be able to speak fluently with her friends, I love it. I'm so oh, impressed. Wow, that's such so thrill. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I'm super proud. How old is and she? And then my little one. Is this your pianist? The middle is this- one is eight. And she's the pianist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's the little clever clog here. So, <laughs> so but no, I mean, often I, I think often music musical people are good are good linguists. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't. She get ten out of ten on spelling test. She just hear it. But mm. you know what I think is good from England to Sweden is that we start school at the age of just before five, right? Yeah. Before they turn five, yeah, and Sweden is uh, they go uh, like reception when they are six, but they go proper school from seven. So Troy already know how to spell his name. When when he goes to nursery, the children doesn't know how to spell their name. He literally went to reception, maybe like one and a half months or something maximum in England, but he's already uh, can write uh, write his name. So because of Amelia had that extra years of education in England, so when she's in Sweden, she they just say the name, uh, the word in Swedish, and she just listened to the word and she said, I can spell it, you know. So I think that's an advantage. It's a real advantage of UK uh, starting school earlier, you know. But then there's a, de- de- you know, discussion whether children should start school earlier mm-hmm. or whether they should be kids and just play mm-hmm. that, you know. But with my son, um, he understands a little bit, but he's not saying, he's mixing. So he will say to somebody, Milan, look, there is min mama. So he's mixing English <laughs> yeah, and Swedish. Yeah, yeah. So it's so funny. Uh, so yeah, but I, it, I, I'm not stressed about him because he's young still. Yeah. Is it your plan to, to teach them Chinese? You know what? I'm so bad. Everybody's saying, why do you not teach them? I've said, because, because it's such an advantage. I know. Considering I speak seven languages, it's really bad, I think. Just and, seven. Uh, the fact Only seven. Only seven. Yeah, I know. And when I was in, in England, I said, how can I teach them Chinese or Swedish when I don't even speak it to somebody and if I call my mom normally they just hear me speak Chinese yeah but they don't hear them answering and it's just it's just hard I don't know I think any any countries the the Chinese 
because they think if I know English, I don't need any any other languages. So while Sweden, I will say, is a country where they push you to learn Swedish, English, and your ma- ma- mm. nature uh, mother tongue. Um, you so, should yeah. you should put pe- you should look up Peppa Pig in Chinese and get your little one to watch Peppa Pig in Chinese on YouTube. Yeah, or somewhere. Oh, you, you, Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig is translated or or whatever he likes into so many languages. Apparently, that's yeah. the way to do it. I know. In Sweden, Peppa Pig is called Greta Gris. So Greta is like Gretel. Yeah. Gretel and Gris is pig. So I will I will say, uh, pig, Peppa Pig. You know, but uh, yeah. Peppa Gris. But they said, no, her, her name is Greta, not Peppa. I said, oh. oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I love nice that. Oh, yeah. well, I'm so glad that you are happy and settled there and also slightly envious that you haven't been wearing a mask since. I know. How is it over there? Uh, um, well, you know, it feels like things are getting back to normal, but I have a slight sense of, oh my gosh, what's around the corner because we're so close to opening that it does feel like we are kind of crash test dummies ready to ready to go. I don't know. I really hope that they don't reverse their decisions. I look forward to going to the gym with no mask on. I I mean, I'm loving being you back You go to the work. gym with mask on? Yeah, you're not. Yes, so not when you're working out, but you have to arrive in right, all when the you're walking. areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And in my dance class, you have to wear it to the class and then take it off. I mean, lots of people aren't wearing the masks now. I think more than ever, I see more people not wearing the masks. And I think it's because everyone mm. thinks, look, we've done our bit now. Most people have been vaccinated oh what's happening with the vaccination program in sweden are there vaccinations going on yeah there is actually i think i'm not sure the exact figures but i do think it's at least 60 percent vaccinated Mm. in in sweden and they have this vaccine passport and all that so yeah and i think they get the second shot quite quick literally like three four weeks after or something like that Okay. So, uh, yeah, but they do have like restrictions on who can have the AstraZeneca one, who can have the Pfizer one and mm-hmm. all that. And yeah, so, like us. Yeah, it's definitely happened. But what they do is that they look at the age now. So I think right now is anyone they born 83 or older, they can have it. But it's right. super optional. Yeah. But a lot of people have taken it. So... But I mean, uh, if so many people have had, if so many people have had COVID, there, you know, you would think that they have the antibodies anyway. So maybe yeah. that there's not so much need. I mean, would you? I mean, do you think out if you were with twenty people in Sweden, you know, what proportion of those twenty people would have had COVID? High. Yes, in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have it, and they're not embarrassed, and they say, "Yeah, I had it." Yeah, so, well, it's yeah. good to have had it. And, and come they just say it. they check, check. Yeah, and they say I just check for my for the antibodies and stuff. So, you know, I think they are quite open with it. It's not embarrassing. It's not, you know, uh, they just uh, go on with it. You know, I had yeah. it and I'm okay now. Yeah. So it's nothing. Do you think that you are before guess- people? Be- 
do, will you have travel restrictions if you haven't had the vaccination? I mean, what do you mean? Well, does Sweden let us? Do you think Sweden won't oh. let people in if they unless they've had two vaccines? Because this seems to be the common no. theme at the moment. No. no, I wouldn't say Sweden said you have to have, be vaccinated, but they will say we recommend you to have the PCR test obviously yeah. before and maybe uh, so many days after yeah. you need to have it. But uh, if you're a Swedish person, they kind of say you should you should uh, do it. But there's no force, you know, yeah. Yeah, at all. Good. There's not as hard. There's no track and trace and nothing like that. No. You know? So I feel, no, they're so relaxed about it. And I find it nice. When we came back, when we were back, when we came to Sweden, we were going to the mall. Basically, we have a Westfield mall, just where we live. And we were just so shocked that not many people were in face masks. But I would say most Swedish people, they just decided they want to stay home. I don't need to see mm. people. I don't want to spread anything. So they use their common sense to stay home. But but we were just like grateful for things. Are, are the shops and stuff open in in England like West? Yeah, Hill, like like yeah, uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, every, everything. Everything's open. I mean, I think just one, just nightclubs to go. I think. Okay, so it's it's quite back to normal. So you guys must have felt it like, oh, I can go to H and M or Primark. Yeah, we went like, to we, we did go like, to Westfield, wow. but it was depressing going to Westfield because really you can't you couldn't. They you couldn't sit down and eat, so you'd go to Pret a Manger and you'd get your sandwich, but you weren't allowed to eat it. So we were because you'd have to sit down, and they didn't want to encourage people to sit down and linger. So we sat down in like a co little corridor to eat our sandwich, and the yeah. security came around and said, "Stand up, stand up!" And we're like, "Oh God!" So it was it was it it was not the same experience. Plus, you have to wear masks, and for me, yeah, a mask is a disaster. I can't think or hear or see in a mask. I don't know what happens to me. I was telling yeah, Frankie yeah. Widows this the other day. I get so confused. and I'm fine when I'm working because I'm just sitting still and I can focus and can control where my mask goes. But when I'm out and about, you know, it rides up, rides oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannot wait for them to go. Cannot wait. No, I can imagine. And... Yeah, I didn't like that. I said when I first I said, I'm just gonna forget it. Every time I go to shop, I like, oh I left it. Oh where's it? Then now? you have to go all the way home again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's why Alan could not go out. He said, I just don't want to go out because it just stresses him out. So I was the one that's like, I'm okay. I'm like, I've been selling face masks for years. <laughs> I don't mind. You know, I was actually more okay mm. with coping with the rules and stuff in England than he did, which is a bit weird. But yeah, but no, he, he here, yeah. I'm hoping everything can get back to normal. But I heard, mm. I think Alan mentioned that a lot of people don't want it to go back to normal, which is strange, right? really yeah even in sweden like what we have when i do yoga i think this is the hot yoga room is normally like 20 something people in the room but they have restricted it with the two meter rule so it's only nine people allowed and the, even the instructor said i don't want it to get 
normal because I don't want to have 20 people in this room so oh. she kind of enjoyed having not so many but yeah. I said but it's so hard to get into this yoga class yeah. because of that you know you, you fight or if you're a little bit late somebody has taken your ticket and things yeah. like that so I said yeah. like yeah so um, I, I would yeah. just like to be able to forget that this has ever happened and to be I able know. to speak to your friends and go oh god you remember that pandemic oh that was shit wasn't it but you know and it just be like a long distant memory where you just maybe make jokes about it at dinner or whatever but yeah I I need this to be done it's it's too it's too much it's I'm I'm really done I'm done yeah yeah I can imagine I I I think I will also if I was in England I would be definitely feeling the same way as you do Mm. but uh yeah I hope I hope what I miss the most is to be able to travel and uh, yeah. and and come back to England because my intention was never to be away this long. But, you know, I just, by the time, I, I can't leave my kids and be in a, in a hotel, quarantine no. hotel. Then I have to work a little bit and then see my family. And then, I you know, it, it's, for me to be away two, three weeks, it's just not possible. No, yeah. I, my ideal would have been to come back every month for like, three four days you know so it's not impacting everything no. too crazy I'm sure that time is coming I'm sure it's around the I corner know. I know I know but so uh, are you yeah. are you amber for us now you're not green are you you're on the amber list right or you're not red still are you yes we are red but I'm not sure sure but I know that UK oh. can't come to Sweden right now nobody outside you at the minute unless you have a Swedish passport yeah okay hmm I wonder why you're red to us, though. That means that you must have a lot of COVID going on there. Maybe still. You know, I I literally stopped looking at those yeah. data. Mm. My mom used to call me, oh, you have so many cases. And I said, oh, really? Oh, okay. And then you used to look at it sometime, but I just, yeah, it stresses me out now. Yeah, so I don't yeah, want exactly. to read about that. Now, one thing that's happening in England today right. that's very important is the football. I'm sure Alan I must know. be watching the football in about 10 minutes. I know, I know. Yes, he should be home any minute now. So England is, he's done, they've done so, they've done so well, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they so well. So he's running home from the gym, is he, to catch the start? Literally. He, he's on a bike. What's oh funny in England, in my 18 years in England, I never owned a bike. Because for me, where I live, if I was on a bike, I was risking my life. Yeah. Because the lane, the people driving fast. Yeah. Here in Sweden, they have, when you're driving a car, you have to look for obviously other cars. Then you have to look at people that walk. Then you have to look at cyclists because they have their own lane yeah then you have to look at the tram who are mm-hmm. everywhere and then you have people on scoot scooters you know those standing scooters lethal so yeah so you just have to look yeah so alice but but to be honest i i so i've been by, uh, cycling now to the gym and stuff and uh, i really enjoy it and i said i feel I, I haven't for 18 years so i've probably not cycled for 25 years because i was probably <laughs> a teenager last time i bike so so we feel like we've gone back in time. I love it. This is how England used to be like 30 years ago. Well, so he was cycling to work, but it's been raining crazy today. So he wasn't that happy. 
Oh dear. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> you look incredible, Sylvia. You've obviously had some sunshine this summer. It's it's Sweden is suiting you very well. Yes, I've been taking a lot of time out from work, to be honest, since January, because last year I was working a lot because I was on my own almost when everybody was kind of off or furloughed and stuff. But this year it was my time to be, uh, you know, off a bit because mm. I felt I needed this time because, you know, everybody coped, uh, all the changes differently. I had so much to in Sweden. So yeah, no, I've been, been looking. Me and the sun have been friends this year. You can see. <laughs> have you have you lashed anyone? Are you doing any lashing? Do you have any clients in Sweden? Yes, I am working in a salon where I live nearby, and I'm not working full time because I obviously still working on lash heaven. But I do work a few hours a week where I do a little bit lashes just to keep it going, meet some people, and I really enjoy lashing. So that's like my my little thing that I'm still doing and so yes I am still working and I love it but they are more classic than volume the ones that I've been lashing right now yeah oh so you haven't hung up your tweezers that's good news no that would be a waste of your skill I know I love it still I I still keep up with it I know a lot of uh, other lash brand owners say why are you lashing I said because I like it you know, yeah. I find it nice and it's for me to zone out of yeah, the stress meditative. of the computer, the mm. everything, you know. Mm. Yeah, so mm. I, I, I love it. And uh, I just put, I don't go crazy, but I have maybe about two to four clients a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do miss my clients in England. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure they miss you. Wow. So Sylvia, it's it's football time nearly. I'm going to let you go and sort your family out before the telly goes on. I hope hope Alan enjoys the football and it's been lovely speaking to you again. Yeah, lovely to catch up with you too. I definitely on the England side on this football. I'm glad (laughs) Sweden and England didn't have to play against each other. Oh yeah. They were almost going to do it with this one. Yeah. Yeah, because Sweden lost in the last one otherwise it would be hard tough choice I, 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 have to, I have to say I don't really follow the football but I'm trying to get in the spirit of it now <laughs> yeah you should be at least for this one because it's a big one yeah exactly okay <laughs> my darling lovely to speak to you take care and catch up take soon. Care. Uh, thank you bye bye Sylvia <laughs> bye <laughs> Nineteen.